welcome to the Great Lakes Golf Podcast. Alongside Hunter Pulaski, I am Peter Garber. We are presented by Reed Furniture in downtown Petoskey. Whatever your furniture need, it's Reed indeed. After a little bit of a break, the PGA Tour is back, and so are we on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. You can also hear us on radio Wednesday nights at 7 on 104.7 FM, The Ticket, in Petoskey, Charlevoix area, 93.7 FM, The Ticket, in Cadillac, and Traverse City. In this week's episode, like I said, the PGA Tour is back in action at the Fortinet Championship out in beautiful Napa Valley, California. We'll get a full preview and picks for the Fortinet Championship. Also, catch up on everything from the world of golf these past couple of weeks while we were away, including Scotty Scheffler wins the PGA Tour Player of the Year Award. President's Cup captain's picks are in. We'll take you through the rosters, touch on the betting, and maybe some of the storylines. And in the local look, college teams are in season now, so we'll take a look at how they've been faring in in the early going, as well as some high school results to get to. So Hunter, Scotty Scheffler, I think, kind of a shoe-in for the uh, Player of the Year award, despite what happened at the FedEx cup championship that seemed like a uh, foregone conclusion to me so i'm glad that uh, that didn't we didn't screw that up like we did just a year ago when we gave it to patrick cantlay instead of john rom yeah no it is i would have been okay with you can't obviously can't give it to cam smith but i would have been okay with like um i guess i wouldn't have been okay with anybody else winning i was going to say rory but that doesn't even make you really can't give it to somebody that won not give to somebody that won the Masters in the WGC event. It's just tough given like how everyone else was. I know he had a little bit of a, I don't know if I want to call it a slump. He just didn't play much golf kind of in the latter the latter part of the years, or the latter part of the year. Um, but well-deserved. I mean, he obviously earned it. He was so hot there for, for those X amount of weeks. Maybe a little chink in the armor at the Tour Championship, but you can't not give it to him. Yeah, I mean, see, won fourteen million in official money, most in a single season, by over two million dollars. I think you're right. I mean, Cam Smith would have been the only r- sort of realistic alternative, even though it still would have been a bit of a stretch. Um, and he is not a member of the PGA Tour, so he was. <laughs> He was not a candidate uh, to win this award. Were you watching? I don't watch game day. Um, I used to. (laughs) But were you watching when they told him? Because that's sort of, you know, I saw the, you know, kind of making the rounds on Twitter that, you know, they had surprised him with it on the broadcast. But did you see that? Uh, I don't watch much of, I don't watch much of college game day either i did see the twitter clips but i really didn't should we watch should we watch it and react right now i haven't even seen it uh sure let me pull it up thank you for making the effort to come out here so we wanted to give you a little something a little gift if you don't mind bring it over here coach it's covered in like a sheet and there it is the jack nicholas award given to the 2022 pga tour player of the year that's pretty cool. <laughs> A little cheery. I don't yeah, blame you. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. 
Did he say a little teary? A little teary-eyed. Um, really? He got teary-eyed over that? Man, he is like a Bubba Watson-level crier, isn't he? Yeah, I... um. The comparisons between Scotty Scheffler and Bubba Watson, let's say, end there. They both are prone to crying, and they both... They're both men, the they're, masters. They're, they're absolutely both men of faith, too. They, they, and they're extremely tall. But apart from that, the similarities end. Because <laughs> let's just say Sh- Scotty has proven to be much more likable a character than, than Bubba. Yeah, that was a little gimmicky. Are these other bros up here? Is that the is that the golf team? Who are these guys? Uh, I assume so. I I, know, I recognize Cole Hammer. Oh, okay. Um, and it looks like those are the Cootie Brothers right there. Okay. As good. well. Good. Well, that's fun for them to be on TV. Uh, I, I'm <laughs> I'm I'm happier about that. Oh, because they must have won. Did they win the the championship this year? They must have. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's the trophy. I see it now. All right. Well, it's all we're a little out. slow on the uptake, aren't we? But that, that, that overall, I can't. I don't have too many bad things to say about that. What is the what is the other trophy there? Scotty's not wearing his uh, cowboy boots like these other guys. Looks like they all agreed they're going to wear their boots. I don't think that's something you have to agree on. I think you'd have to agree not to wear the boots. You have to wear the boots to go to a football game in Austin. Like all the guys are wearing boots. Oh, I think so. Yeah. I don't know. You ever worn? I, don't know. Cowboy, I find you, that hard to believe. Have you ever worn cowboy boots? No. No, nor have I. I was wondering if they're comfortable. They don't look very comfortable. They look hot. They, they look very hot. Yeah, I don't think they're cooling. But all these guys, I swear, all these guys wearing pants like they're. I mean, I guess you're wearing cowboy boots. You can't really wear shorts, but. No, I would hope not. While we're away, that happened as well as the Presidents Cup teams are now announced. And did you have any strong reactions to any of the captains' picks from? Immelman, or wait, who's our captain? Davis, Davis Love. <laughs> is it Davis Love? That's who I think it is. Yeah, it is. Uh, there's really anyway. Did you no any no. reaction? Not really. No, it was all. I mean, it all seemed pretty much chalk. The only one that I seemed seemed like that got screwed a little bit was maybe Tom Hoagie. I think he was he was high up on the standings, but it's just I think it's really tough to, especially. It's really tough to pick a Tom Hoagie over a Kevin Kisner, who is obviously proven himself to be a a good a good match play player. It's in the Carolinas. I think Davis Love that's a more of a safe pick to take Kevin Kisner. Um, I think he gets probably gets a ton of flack if you take, and that's I really I think that's the only one that wasn't chalk, wasn't it? I thought I was looking at the the Presidents Cup standings, and everything looked like it was pretty much in order, except for. Tom Hoagie was at like 11 or 12. What about anything, yeah. anything that caught your eye? I mean, I was glad that Pendrith made it. There's a question for you. What percentage a novice golf fan, somebody that maybe watches the majors, the players, and I don't know, a couple, a couple more events throughout the year, depending on what they're doing. So they're watching maybe 10 events a year. How many of the international players do they know? Oh boy! Well, they know Adam Scott. Yep. They know Hideki. They might know Connors. Connors is kind of a toss-up. Yeah. Same with Sungjae. Still, even. I mean, like, I think people know of him, but they probably wish he would go away. 
you know, like the, not like us who are like, you know, we love Sanjay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's and then pretty much that's it. Like they probably re- maybe remember Mito blowing the PGA. They don't know who Tom Kim is yet, really. No, there's no way. And then like Pendrith, there's no chance. I mean, Munoz, maybe because he's been around for a little bit. Cage Lee wins. Siwoo probably. They know Siwoo. But yeah, not really Cam Davis, not Bez. I don't think they... <laughs> this is what you're driving at. I don't know that the ratings are going to be really good for this event. And we talked about the the odds, the gambling sort of situation here and i think you're pretty much left to i mean i have heard people out there who have said just bet the americans anyway but i mean it was we looked if you had done it a while ago you might prime you may have gotten like minus 200 or minus 250 but even at minus 300 i still heard people touting it well it's minus 500 now you know it's like do you almost Take a flyer on the international. What's the, what has to happen for the international team to win? None of the six captains picks are ranked in the top 40 in the official world golf rankings. Um, I think, I think for, uh, the, the international team to win, Sungjae has to be undefeated. Sungjae has to play some of the best golf, and he's playing pretty good. So I'm, I'm not saying he – I think he could play uh, some very inspired golf. I think Kodaki has to have a very good week. I think Tom Kim has to have a very good week. And then I think you need Adam Scott to do something. I think, like, I don't expect – I don't expect a ton out of the team. But if they can just – if they can just win – some of these matchups are kind of if you look player to player, like some of this is some somewhat doable. Like if they can go down the down the board, like you you could beat up a little bit on Kevin Kisner at Quail Hollow. Yeah, I mean, that's a long golf course, and I imagine they're going to make it long, right? You would think they try to make it. I guess now more with them... okay. yeah, for the most part, yeah, you would think so because that's kind of their advantage. So well, they have many advantages all around game, but like Morikawa is not playing particularly well right now. But I mean, home is going to be playing in his first president's cup. He's getting a little tune up at the Fortnite where he's, you know, defending champ. I expect him to play well. They need, I think this, the international team needs the U S not to care, not to have fun or get off to a slow start and kind of mail it in. You know, they need, they need a lot of help. And the tweet from no laying up average ranking us 13.9 internationals, 39.8 and points out again that they're minus 500 favorites, which is crazy, a crazy number for an event like this. Wouldn't you say? Uh, <laughs> yes, it's, it doesn't, it does seem it's such a high number. It almost, it seems like there needs to be a revamp of <laughs> the president's cup. We're getting to that point. Where something, if they go out and and just bull rush them, I don't know what is that is that enjoyable. I mean, I guess we're we're already probably planned out for the next twenty years, so it's not like we can. This isn't a a quick fix. But it's just, no, it's, no, it's not great. We need the we need the international team to play well. We really do to do what to play well. Yeah, 
By the way, did you see that my my buddy that I bet all year long pretty much Shane Lowry won at Wentworth? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a hell of a leaderboard. I got a real kick out of that. I was like, great, great. I've been talking this guy up for how long? And we don't do a podcast. I don't bet on this event. And sure enough, he's the winner. Well deserved, though. That's that would have been. I don't know what his number was, but he seems like a really good fit for that golf course. I mean, Horschel won that tournament last year. Ah, uh, yeah. They don't, they don't have dissimilar games. Lowry's not like super long, but he's very straight and great with his irons. I think if if the it's a it's a force a four ball and a foursome on the first day, isn't it? Same same setup as Ryder Cup. I think so. I think if they you're can, asking questions, I can't answer, dude. If their nationals can just get three points the first day, a win and a half in both of the both of the sessions, that that would feel. I think that's a win for them. Well, they need to be ahead when they go into the singles matches. That's asking a lot. I'm actually so they need at least three points in the first session. And cannot be behind by more than two points at the end of the first yeah first day, definitely not. And they need to be ahead going into the singles probably. Oh my oh my god, Peter! It's up to minus seven hundred now. No, where I just looked at DraftKings. Fanduel minus seven hundred and internationals is plus seven fifty. <laughs> what? <laughs> Holy moly! Plus seven fifty, dude. Come on. Uh, <laughs> twelve dollar bet wins you a hundred on a t- on a one on one competition. That's the well. That's a bit of a misnomer to say it's one on one. Yeah. Did you have any luck betting the NFL in the first? Uh I am first week of this season. I am up seventeen dollars. Well done. Um, so I would consider that a huge success. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I had, had tough a lot, week. Had a, tough week, wild week in the NFL, capped oh, yeah. by a wild result last night. Yeah, jokes on you, Russell Wilson. Have fun wiping that egg off your face. I'm sure the Broncos will play much better the rest of the year than the Seahawks. But it looked like I took the Broncos, and I regretted it almost instantly. It looked like he was just like the timing was a little bit off. He had he was pump faking it everywhere. Like he just couldn't quite. I saw one late in the game that he pump faked, and then he didn't pump fake it. He threw it into the ground, and he caught it, ran, and they were like, no, no, that's an incomplete pass, dude. No, I. Uh, but then I had Jerry Judy anytime touchdown, so that made up for that. But really good really good. Well, that was the – yeah, boy, I yeah. hope you said a little prayer after that because that was the only touchdown the Broncos scored. Yeah. Which was nice for me because McManus is my fantasy kicker. Oh, that's nice. All right, take us through some local results. We care more about that anyway than Shane Lowry or the President's Cup. And I know that Michigan boys have played an event. Yeah, so Michigan let's... State boys have played a couple events. Michigan girls. Mich- Welcome to the Michigan Girls Golf Fan Club. We're yeah, I mean, they're... started they're... pretty soon, so hit us with all that. Yeah, uh, we are starting that pretty soon because this team is a wagon again, again this year. Uh, so let's start with the Michigan boys who have just played uh, one tournament so far. They played in the uh, Island Resort Intercollegiate, which is that event up in the Upper Peninsula, uh, the one that Michigan State won last year. Uh, they ended up finishing in third place at uh, 860, which looks like it was uh, 400 par total. 
the top finisher for the Michigan boys was uh, Ben Hoagland, who finished at uh, 210, 72, 67, 71. Uh, and then behind him, also in the top 11, was Hunter Thomas, uh, 74, 67, 72, and Will Anderson, who has become a um, pretty popular name on this podcast, 71, 71, 72, 214. Uh, they are off until they head to Yale at the end of September for Yale's uh, Invitational. Moving on to uh, Georgia Southern is good. Big, big weekend for Georgia Southern. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They they yeah. win this event, and then they also uh, – who did they beat? Nebraska? Yeah. And In Scott, football. Scott Frost. In football. terrible. Georgia Southern beat Nebraska in football. 40, they gave up 45 points, I think. Something in the 40s. That's crazy. But Michigan State beat some pretty good teams. We, it is, they beat Baylor, uh, Notre Dame. Fourth place, solid start to the year. Who are you talking about? Isn't that what you were just talking about? <laughs> some of the, the Michigan boys. Oh, I thought you were talking about Sparty. I was one ahead of you. I'm sorry. Michigan State got fourth, by the way. So <laughs> <laughs> now you know that. Uh, all right. <laughs> so you started talking, and then I was looking at the corresponding content on on my Twitter, and I just went ahead and leapt ahead to my own. Uh, my own little world there. My apologies. Nope, that's okay. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna quickly jump back onto track. I just gotta figure out. So I'm actually gonna go back. Uh, Peter was actually two events ahead of me because I was going to go back to uh, two weeks ago when they played their first event of the year. Where I'm just trying to remember where oh. where it oh. was. Oh, look at you! So give look me, at give you. me a, a hot second here. September 4th and 5th, they played in the Fighting Irish Classic, which was their first event of the year. Uh, some notables from that event, uh, senior Drew Hackett, a UNC Wilmington transfer, uh, playing in his first event for the Spartans, was a top finisher, tying for 26th. Uh, Troy Taylor, who had some success in uh, the USAM this past summer, and uh, Ashton McCullough uh, finished tied 32nd. August Mikoff, who was the top finisher for the first two rounds of the Spartans, shot a 73 or three over 73 in the final round to finish in 37th place. And uh, Bradley Smithson shot six overs, par 76 on Monday to tie 73rd, 13 over 223. And now Michigan State is playing in at the playing at the Gopher Invitational at Winsong or was playing Winsong Farm Golf Club. Oh, we already we already know everything about this. We already know everything about this. We already gave this. all yeah. the results. Sparty got fourth. They shot 11 under. They came behind Georgia Southern, which is apparently a boat at minus 20. Kansas and Kent State tied for minus at tied at minus 15. Sparty and the Golfas of Minnesota 11 under total. Meekoff tied for 18th, as did Troy Taylor. Bradley Smithson tied for 25th. Ashton Ash McCullough tied for 33rd. And Drew Hackett tied for 44th. Correct. You're on top of it. Boom. 
And, uh, and both the girls' teams are now underway. Sorry to jump you on that. Oh, yes. The MSU season started uh, September 12th and 13th at uh, Yeamans Hall in Charleston, South Carolina. The And they finished. I thought we were... I think they're only... Aren't they only... Oh. They got to play again. They're playing yes. today, right? They are playing today. So they th- were in, They're in fourth. Fourth. Ole Miss is in the lead, and they shot minus 13. Clemson and North Carolina State are in second at minus five. No, this is the total. Hang on a second. Oh, no, they played 36 holes. Correct, yep. They played 36 holes day one. Ole Miss minus 13, Clemson, North Carolina State tied for second, minus five, Michigan State tied for fourth with Florida State, minus four. This is a tough event. Miami, Georgia, Tennessee, UCF, Illinois, Kentucky, a lot of SEC teams in there. So, well, great start to the week. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, we will uh, let you know how they do. Uh, minus today, three in the morning, actually. minus one in the afternoon. Not too bad. You yeah. want some individuals on that? Yeah. Brooke Bierman is tied for 12th at three under. Katie Lou is tied for 17th at two under. Valentina Rossi tied for 35th, one over par. Valerie Plata tied for 43rd at two over. And Nina Rossi. Tie for 67, six over par through day one. So they're on the course, presumably, right now. Yep. Uh, final round starts at 8.45 a.m., playing alongside Florida State and Miami. And that's not the only good golf happening in the in the uh, ladies' world this week. We also have the women playing. They're playing at the uh, Annika Intercollegiate, which is in uh, Minnesota at the Royal Golf Club. Uh, also a really stacked field, Virginia, Michigan, Texas, Duke, Oregon, Wake Forest, Florida, South Carolina, Arizona State, Alabama, Auburn, Minnesota. So once again, a very solid field. Michigan is in second place after day one. They shot a 288. They are four shots behind Virginia. All, f- four, yeah. All five of their starters are in the top 25. Yep. Michaela Schultz shot 70 to be in uh, a tie for third. Monet Chun shot 72 to be in tie for 8th. Haley Borgia shot 73 to be in tie for 15th along with Annika Dai, also 73. And then Ashley Lau shot 74 to be in a tie for 25th wagon. They're an absolute wagon. So we will let you know how this uh, goes when it concludes next week. But so far, so good. Yeah, they're going to be fun to some really fun teams to to follow this year. So that's exciting. And you have some high school results as well, right? Yeah. So this is actually from uh, la- a couple weeks ago now, but the uh, Petoskey girls hosted their annual event at um, Petoskey Bayview uh, Country Club. And the overall winner was Traverse City West, took home the top spot with a score of 368, followed by Traverse City Central with a score of 370. And rounding out the top three was Traverse City St. Francis at 397. Petoskey coming in fifth at 402. Uh, medalist honors went to Traverse City West Ainsley Hewitt, who carded an 80. And I believe 
There were only three golfers in the 80s. Grace Slocum from Traverse City St. Francis shot 81. And then Mackenzie McManus from Traverse City Central shot an 85 to to, uh, to run out the people that shot in the 80s. Uh, Four Petoskey. Uh, Sarah Haas shot 99. Cassidy Whitener shot 104. Riley Barr shot 105. Sophia Gardner shot 110. And Piper Ladal shot 112. And unfortunately, the Northmen were out. Were without their best player, who is Marley Spence. So, uh, hopefully, a little better. I mean, still top five, not uh, not the end of the world. But I'm sure there is improvement to be made at some point. All right, shall we get into the back to the PGA Tour season? Let's do it. The new season. We're underway at the Fortnite Championship. At Johnny Miller's place, Silverado Resort and Spa in beautiful Napa Valley. Hunter, have you ever been to Napa? No, no, God, no. Never Are you a to... wine person? Um, I've only ever seen you drink. This would be good. Uh, vodka OJs and vodka waters, seltzers, I believe. Yeah. Vodka and seltzers, pretty much your uh, that's your range. That is my range. Um, my my big fear with wine is I like wine. I'll drink wine. But there's a lot of wine snobs out there, so I, I don't like I don't like going in the deep end with those guys and and feeling left and like I'm gonna drown because I just don't know what I'm talking about. But I would like I like to drink. Wine. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that you don't want to. You're worried that you might become a wine snob. I was gonna say you know that's up to you. You don't yeah. actually have to do that. Just because you drink wine doesn't mean you have to be a snob about it. No, I'm a I'm a I'm a simple man. Vodka does just fine. Yeah, and I'm not trying to convert you because I'm not a wine guy myself either. So, no, I guess to answer your question, I have not ever been to. Don't go much west. Don't go much west to Colorado. It's pretty though. It'll look. It's fun to watch on TV. It's uh, course is like not that easy. Minus Homa won minus nineteen last year. He beat McNeely, uh, who was hot on his heels, but then doubled seventeen. I think he was in the second to last group, maybe. Stallings was in the last group with Homa. Minus 19 winning score. But the scoring average is only one under, which is interesting because it's a par 72, it's four par fives, and it's only 7,100 yards. So it's quite short. Um, past champs, I mentioned Homa over McNeely. Stewart Sink won here. Two years ago, just just uh, that was the year that I think he won again, maybe at Hilton Head. <clears throat> kind of like a just had a great year. He beat Harry Higgs that year, who's in the field, who has lost his status, I believe, but is in the field as a sponsor's exemption this week. Cameron Champ won here over Adam Hadwin, who's been playing pretty well. Um, Kevin Tway. Beat Ryan Moore in 2019. Brennan Steele won in 18 and 17 over Finau in 18 and Kazire in 17. What I think is interesting about the past champs, and you tell me if you disagree, Hunter, is seems like there's not necessarily a player type that uh, succeeds here. Like Cam Champ, Kevin Tway are bombers. Uh, Homa certainly hits it a long ways off the tee, but 
you know, he's known as much for his iron play as anything. And then these other guys like, uh, you know, Hadwin and Ryan Moore and Brendan Steele is pretty long, but those guys are more like plotters. Mm -hmm. So I think it, I, I think it's less about the style of play and more about the form and the motivation and the, and the fit to the area of the country and the grass type. You know, like home is a California guy, mm-hmm. champs, champs a West Coast guy, isn't he? Uh, and I mean, and Steele has yeah. always played well on the West Coast. Um, so, strokes gain total at Silverado. I think this is only a second or third year. It's been the Fortnite, um, but strokes gain total going back to twenty eighteen. Revy. Who won not too long ago? I think he's like sixty to one this week. It's kind of maybe interesting. There's Steele Streelman, also in that sixty-ish to one range. Patrick Rogers again, a California guy. That would be an interesting. He was sixth here last year, and then a tie 46, 44, 25th, 43rd. Hasn't missed a cut in his last five tries. Has been playing a little better lately. Chesson Hadley pops up here. Your your Presidents Cup snub Tom Hoagie. There's Higgs. Didn't miss the cut last year after the second in 2021. Uh, feels weird saying 2021 like that, but that's the season. So we're now in the 2023 season. Uh, and then there's McNeely, who I know is going to get a lot of attention. Was second last year. He's gained 13.7 over the past five years here, but not great. 52nd, 63rd, 52nd cut, and then popped for a second last year. So who knows? I think it's also worth noting, though. Uh, Sink did just did, did straight up didn't play this event in the three years leading up to his victory. More than last year. Champ was cut, tied for 25th, and then won. So I don't know that you necessarily have to show form at Silverado to pop for form. Homa was 60th in 1962nd in 2020 and then won last year. So <clears throat> that's a look at the course history. Key stats, I mean, driving and or par five scoring anytime you're on a par 72 a short par 72 if you can drive or wedge it around you know like i'm sure champ did in 2020 i think that's you know helpful home is a great driver of the golf ball um but really birdie or better and then just looking at course fits like i, I like guys who uh you know are maybe from this area of the country or who have played well in this area of the country in the past on this kind of grass. So you got to make a lot of birdies. You got to make a lot of putts. Um, so that's kind of what I'm looking at. And my betting card's not going to be real, real deep this week. Anyway, do you have any, any thoughts on the golf course or maybe some of the guys that you think have a good chance this week before I hit some of the notables on the odds board? Yeah, um, I have a couple names. One in particular, uh, I really like Taylor Montgomery this week, um, simply because of form. I don't know where he's from. I don't know if he's from the West Coast or the Southeast or the Northeast. I have no idea. But 
He was, I mean, he, he led the Corn Ferry in scoring this past year, four straight top 10s and 13 top 15s in his last 18 starts. So he's playing some some very good golf right now. And I don't know, with a field like this, it's just, it's, it, it would make me think, It just, it he's from like, Vegas. It seems like he's from Vegas, and he went to UNLV. So maybe more of a desert golf, but certainly not that far away. Good enough. That's close enough, isn't it? That's not bad. That's close. It's enough. fifty to fifty to one on DraftKings. Yep, that's that's what he is on FanDuel as well. I'm also a FanDuel guy now. I am no longer a Barstool Sports uh, sportsbook guy. Moved on. Oh, what well, did something happen? Would you like to talk about it? Uh, they wouldn't take my money. And dual wood. Simple. What's that supposed to mean? Like I wouldn't. They were they were having issues depositing money in my account. Oh, whoops! <laughs> Never want to lose a piece of business because just because you can't process it. Yes, exactly. That was kind of my thought process. But I'm. That's tough. Uh, another one that I really like is uh, given given the field. I really like Sahith. I think he will. He's playing okay golf, but I just worry about, and I'm, I'm going to like double-cross myself right now. But He's I, playing pretty good. He just got himself into the Tour Championship. Yeah, but by taking Taylor Montgomery. But I just worry, if you're looking at outright winners, I just find it hard to believe that it's going to be one of those 50 guys that just got their card. So, And I think that the, I imagine they're all playing this week. You'd almost... So you can kind yeah, of yeah, unless yeah, it's, unless there's some kind of like personal conflict or yeah. something. So I you imagine. you can kind of cut the field in third right away, and that's why I like like I I saw Taylor Montgomery to top forty was plus one ten. I think that is a very straightforward easy bet, and I would be shocked if it doesn't hit. But I don't know if top ten no top forty top forty top forty is plus one ten. Say that's a crazy number. <laughs> Don't bet that. Yeah. <laughs> what are you insane? Okay, so you're on plus one ten Taylor Montgomery to top forty. Yes. Don't hate it. And then don't I think the uh, Heath Tagala is plus one twenty to top twenty. Don't hate that. Okay. Okay. Don't hate that either. And and like you said, uh, super light this week. I mean, it is it is the Fortnite Open. We can we can all take a deep breath. This can be a three-week off-season. Doesn't have to be a two-week off-season. Oh, I'll be watching. Is I it... got the golf channel too. Oh no, I didn't. Dang it! I got cable, but I still don't have golf. Channel. I'm getting closer though. What do you? I'm mean? getting closer. Well, when the Corn Ferry Tour finals were on, and I couldn't watch it, I was like, "This is pathetic, Peter. Like this, <laughs> you've gone too far with this. The fact that you're not watching your brother try to get his tour card right now." When he's birding the last four holes of the Corn Ferry Tour Finals, I'm watching on my phone and getting texts from my mom. Okay, that's not good enough. All right, so I had to text my friend. When they put Joey on, take a video of it and send it to me. So what I have are cell phone videos of him playing on TV because I can't watch on TV. So... Now, he didn't get his tour card, so I can't watch him this week, which sucks. He missed by one, and I feel for him because um, that was a hell of a rally. 
But whenever that next time comes, Hunter, I'm gonna be. I want to be ready. So whatever it takes. It doesn't. I'm gonna go ahead and get Golf Channel. I I think I'm gonna go ahead and do it. I need it. I want it. I'm in. So what what was the step that you got closer? I don't think you made a single step closer. Did you? I got a I got my brother in law's login so that I could watch Monday Night Football last night. But then he told me, by the way, I don't have Golf Channel. Oh jeez. So, so he has like the basic the base the basic package. I I imagine I don't know. I think I'm gonna get YouTube TV. Yeah, that's good. That's what we have. I like it because I've heard it has all the sports. It has all the sports. That's all I want to watch. Yep. So there you go. All right. I uh, you mentioned Sahith at the top. I think I know he's gonna get a lot of love. The other guy that's gonna get a lot of love that I'm in on, and that, I don't know. I might just this might just be chalk and and me being stupid, but I'll bet McNeely at twenty two to one in the first event of the year. He got second last year. California is his jam. Yeah. This is a great chance for McNeely to break through and get his first win. So I don't need to worry about the fit or the form or anything. I mentioned mixed results leading up to the second last year, but he played pretty well last year. Uh, 22 to one is too short, but I, I knew I wanted to bet him. The other guy I wanted to bet, unfortunately, is not playing. Scott Stallings. Um, but I'm also in on Davis Riley, 35. I feel like he's a little bit of an overlooked, forgotten guy here. I think that his game is very similar to Max Homa's game. I don't think he fits that, you know, West Coast guy uh, profile that I've been looking for. But he's 35 to 1. The thing about Silverado is the cream seems to kind of rise to the top here. You know, I like him a little bit more than a few of these guys that are priced ahead of him, like Sahith and like Pendrith. So I'm in on Riley also at 35 to 1. And then I said I was going to be short on longer shots, but now I'm starting to see some names I like. Patrick Rogers, who we just talked about for the course history and had been playing better, 100 to 1. I'm not going to bet Pat Rogers unless. It's, you know, we're in California. If Patrick Rogers is going to win a tournament, this is the kind of tournament he's going to win 100 to 1. Oh, God. He, I'll take a flyer on that. Yeah, talk, Brandon, about, talk about a flyer. Brandon Wu. Can you believe Brandon Wu is 130 to 1? This should be a great course for him. Terrific with his driver. He's popped in far more substantial fields than this. I don't understand this price. So I'm in at I'm in at 130 on Brandon Wu. You mentioned you don't think any of those 50 guys that got their tour card this year might break through. This is a guy who's been around a full year. You know, when you do that, you got to feel like, okay, I can do this. You know, like I belong. Now it's time to sort of shift gears and start thinking about winning tournaments and going to the next level. And then Joel Damon feels like a pretty decent fit out here, right on this track. Plotter, very straight, can get it hot, can make a lot of birdies. One eighty to one. It's just so hard to put any money on Joel because you never know 
there's like three different Joels you can get. You you can get the very unmotivated Joel, the very just kind of like middle of the road, and then you get like the very motivated, ready to kick people's teeth in Joel, and you never know which one you're going to get. Yeah, which is why I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable at 180. I mean, <laughs> not less comfortable at 60. But, like, if he were carrying form, he could very well be in that 60 to 75 range. We got guys like Wyndham Clark and Jason Day and Webb Simpson. Well, I'm finally off. I'm officially off Webb Simpson. Certainly in Calif- in, in Northern California, I'm off Webb Simpson. So, And then you mentioned some finishing positions. Let me scoot over here to the top 20 ads because I, I, I liked him on the other screen, but Joseph Bramlett, another California guy, very good with his driver, just rallied to get his card back through Corn Ferry to her finals. Again, deep breath, restart, plus 450 to top 20. Um, I think that's worth a look. I also like, bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Chez, where's Chez? Um, give me some Chez in the top twenty market. Give me some Trey Mullinax in the top twenty market. I like this course for him. I know he's a he's a Southern boy, but so good with his driver. A driver wedge combination in a high teens scoring. Don't be surprised if Trey Mullinax contends here. Uh and then I mentioned Bramlett. A little more of the long shot variety, but I definitely like Chess to top 20. Plus 270. For Chess? Yeah. Molnax is plus 250. Oh, baby. Got some good ads on, on that's on FanDuel? Yeah. So actually some really Oh, Chess plus 275. Trey plus 275. So- I'm in, man. I'm in. Some crazy odds on this, like the top twenty board. I feel like you can just rack up on finishing positions. There's they only... are long because Max is minus one sixty five, and there's nobody else. See, that's uh, minus money. You need you need to drive over to Michigan and log into FanDuel because there's only top twenty is Hideki at minus one ten, Max Homa plus one hundred, and that's all up from there. Well, I have the value on Hideki. What's he at? <laughs> Watch Hideki win this tournament. Yeah, Hideki. FanDuel loves Hideki this week. He is, I mean, he's... He's by far the best player in the field. So I understand them handicapping it that way. I know Max Homa is, you know, is much improved, but Hideki is a... I would price Hideki at the top of this. Yeah, I guess they have him even on the winner, but then it goes a little bit in Hideki's favor for finishing Well, I I have 16 for Hideki on DraftKings. Yeah, fifteen on here. Yeah, no, I think uh, I think Max Homa top twenty seems uh, like a really good bet. I think Hideki minus one ten to top twenty probably not a bad bet either. I'm gonna stick with Chess, Bramlett, Mullinax, <laughs> and I'll probably add. I almost always add my outrights to my top twenty card because I just feel that's better betting. I just got a picture from my brother. He's got a tree down and behind his house, downtown Petoskey. Yeah, Dave, you hold up okay under the rain and storms? We're about to get a heat wave in Chicago. Yeah, it's so, going to be 
in mid eighties here in a couple of days. So are we. Yeah, it's supposed to be almost probably even hotter than that. Um, when I drove by, it was a weird one because it was coming out of the east, the like the south, and probably more than just the straight east, and it was just sitting over top of us. It wouldn't leave for the entire for the entirety of the day yesterday. And when I drove by the course at like two o'clock, there wasn't any standing water yet. So I think it's probably okay. We've needed it. I mean, we just need the water. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's been so dry here in Chicago too. So it really feels Crazy. like we're getting, we're getting all of our, um, our rain for the whole summer right now. But to, to play, um, we played Forest Dunes last week. The original. Oh, that's right. Let's hear about Forest Dunes and Garland. Yeah, Forest Dunes is so pure. I love Forest Dunes. I could play that golf course a lot. Just, just not even the whole atmosphere. Everything about. It. I mean, it's, it couldn't be more of what I'm looking for in a golf resort from a standpoint of the the restaurant was open until ten o'clock. Which I've is it seems very rare these days for like kitchen was going until ten. So we finished golf. And you always worry about when you're playing it's happened to me a couple times when you're playing courses kind of out in the middle of nowhere and you finish and there's just nowhere to eat. Harbor so, Shores. Bingo. Yeah. So per- <laughs> perfect example. Thanks, Jack. They do not care. They like go straight to your car. They don't even clean your clubs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Be gone. Be gone. Uh, yeah, get out of here. You're done. So actually, um, getting a little sidetracked because uh, I could just mention that, but there is actually a, a collegiate event happening at American Dunes the next three days, I think. I really? Or it's, oh, end of end of September. Can you look at that up when I'm talking about when I'm talking about this? American yeah, of course. End of, end of September, I think, is what I. But like half of the event, half the proceeds go to Folds of Honor. Um. But if, for anybody that hasn't been, I mean, it's really it is it is quite literally in the middle of absolutely nowhere. Like you are you are in it when you get when you're driving through there. You have very little service, if any service. Um, the dune or the forest dunes was in uh, awesome shape. The greens greens are a little weird because they keep them really sandy, and you, and there's so they, they don't they look a little weird, but they still rolled really true, um, and probably like a 10 and a half, uh, but they were really receptive as well. Um, and then outside of that, you have, they've put in a short course now. Uh, I think they have a putting course. The range is awesome. And then they also have the the loop, which we've talked about. So the third, essentially 18 holes, so you can play both ways. Um, we were going to play that, but we just felt like we were going to miss, if we didn't turn back around and play it the other way, we were going to miss part of the experience uh so we chose just to play forest dunes but yeah it's one of my i mean it's one of my all-time favorites course is so pure i find those sandy greens to be so true like you can make more long putts at forest dunes than maybe anywhere else because they're so pure yeah and yes the the uh, folds of honor collegian will be september 26th through the 28th at American Dunes, hosted by Michigan State, and the other participants will include Central Michigan, uh, which is now their golf program is active again, Eastern, 
Air Force, Arizona, Army, Clemson, Florida State, Grand Valley State, which is awesome for Grand Valley, Illinois, Kansas, Liberty, Navy, NC State, Oregon State, Texas, Southern, UCLA, and Virginia Union. So a really good mix of teams, some smaller schools, some bigger schools, and and a very broad field that's going to be able to come experience that golf course. It's Guys, if you're listening to this, it's so firm. It was so firm this spring. I don't know if it's still that firm, but <laughs> playing to the front of the green does not even begin to describe how I would encourage you to uh, attack American Dunes and do not short side yourself ever because you're dead. So dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? I would good say, advice. yeah, I would say you even have to think short. You can't think front of the green. You have to think short of the front of the green. If it land in the, you have to get it halfway up the fairway with yeah. a little bit of top spin, and it'll probably find its way up there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so my biggest question that I had when I when I first saw this tournament being played is where are they going to put everyone? On the, yeah. Where are they going to put yeah. everyone on the range? <clears throat> the range is really small. <laughs> Maybe they can. Yeah. I was thinking. Boy, I don't know. And where are they going to sleep? I don't know. What's the nearest spot? Grand, Grand I don't Haven? Know. Yeah, I mean, it's that's the address. But yeah, I guess they're going to be in hotels 20, 25 minutes away or something like that. But that's awesome for American dudes and, and great for Folds of Honor. And now all those guys will have the pleasure of seeing the 18 different stories about Jack Nicholas And Well, they won't get the stories because they're not riding in a cart, I assume. They're not going to get the stories. Lucky them. Uh, but back to the, back to the, uh, it's a bit of a, it's going to be a bit, little bit of a tough walk. Not too bad, but no, nah, it's not too bad. No, not too bad. I don't think. Um, so we did, we did that on Wednesday and we played, we played Garland. Have you ever been to Garland on Thursday? Oh, many, many times. Many a time. Many, many times. Uh, that was my first time. I, I had, it's a cool place, huh? I had heard of Garland. I'd never been there. I was, it was very cool. I... I'm gonna try to see how to say this so I don't sound like I'm addicted to my phone. It's like Grayling's Boyne. Yeah, I I liked Forest Dunes where you had one bar of service. I didn't love Garland having no bars service. Like, I'm I'm okay disconnecting. I don't like, I don't like looking at my phone during golf. But if something like <laughs> if I need to call somebody, and it's more just like thinking about like it's more just <laughs> something about, goes wrong. It's more thinking about like Mac. Like if something happens to him. Like, yeah. like it's it's nice to be disconnected, but you you almost feel like you're a little do, a little too disconnected. And sometimes you just need to let go, Hunter. You need to just let go. Very good point. Not that I'm one who can really <clears throat> pretend that he's able to do that at all, because I would be right next to you, freaking out. But yeah, yeah, you are. It's very remote. Yeah, and I actually I liked I liked the golf course. Um, if you were hitting, you played Swampfire, right? Correct. And I think there's four of them. I and believe that's I, And right. I couldn't even get to tell you their names because they're all just they're all wild names like Swampfire. Um if if you are not hitting your approach shots well, you're going to shoot a thousand on that golf course. The greens I'm very used to small green. Bayview has very, very small greens. Swampfire might have half the size greens of Bayview. Little Pebble Beach greens out there and at the Swamp Fire. There are some greens 
that like, I got up to and I like had to start laughing because they were so small. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Greens, Greensville, I mean, nothing for a resort course. I'm honestly shocked. I don't know how they do it. That's a lot of, that's a very remote area to keep all four of those golf courses. And it was in, you felt it was in decent shape. I did feel like it was in decent shape. Yeah. It's, it's, well, that's good. Yeah. It's that's tricky. a lot to look after. No doubt. It, it gets a lot of play. Yeah. It's tricky to scramble though. Cause like, it's not like you really, <clears throat> you don't feel like bad lies exist. Cause right. you don't really, you don't have one ever. Um, but the, I felt like the greens were, they were slow, but they were very smooth and, and they were just dewy early in the morning once they, mm-hmm. they sped up a mm-hmm. little bit, but you guys didn't win. No, we finished second. Um, but I thought we played, I mean, played, um, we played well. I made a lot Did of you win anything. We won. Apparently I won longest putt. Whoa. Yeah. Nice. No, Peter, I was, it was uh longest putt by Hunter Pulaski. Are you sure that's not some kind of mistake? It was, it was getting, it was getting very ironic to the point where Tad was putting awful and I was making <laughs> everything and Tad was, and Tad was driving the ball sensationally well. What? Like he was, hit, he was in hitting the it. world. What's up is down. What's down is up. <laughs> he was hitting it 10 yards past me on a rope. Like absolutely, and he was before me too. So I was the one that was able to swing out of my shoes, and he was hitting just these ropes. It was, I go where is hitting it? it past you. He was. Are you sure? No. Oh, yeah, oh, yes, something, I, I'm in the, sure. something in the water at Garland. Yeah, it was. We finally had some focus pocus going on. Out we there. had to step back and be, and come clean to our teammates on like the twelfth hole that this is just not how this usually goes. It would make it, I mean, it, would, it would fit in very much in line if I was the one hitting the driver and he was the one making all the putts. Right. But that was just not not the case. Yeah, it's a great Garland's a great spot. That's a great area of the state. I mean, you can make a nice weekend out of it. if you can find again, if you can find a place to stay or you can stay at Forest Dunes or Garland. I mean, obviously you can play each of those resorts for a weekend because they have multiple courses. Forest Dunes has the loop. The short course, like Hunter mentioned, I still haven't played the loop, but I do hear mixed reviews on that. And I, I, I love Forest Dunes. So every time I go to Forest Dunes, I just want to play the regular course because I, I just love it. It's one of my favorites um, that I've ever played. I, I, wonder... mean, I love the golf course. I really, really, really like it. Um, But they're what, like 20, 25 miles apart, probably? No more than a half hours, forty eh, half hours drive ish. Let's say. So I'm trying to think. It was it was twenty, I believe it was twenty two minutes from the from Forest Dunes to your cabin, and then it was like fifteen minutes from the cabin to Garland. I'm not sure if yeah, that's so like you're a, inside of forty exact, minutes. Yeah, that's about the way. That's probably the way that you would go too. Yeah. Um, and and you mentioned mixed reviews about the loop. Same. That's kind of what I. I overheard people talking in the restaurant about how they played the loop and they much preferred the original. And I think it's just hard to, probably very hard to compare the two. But I wonder here in the next couple of years, if the buzz wears off of the loop, if they keep them at the same price, because they are the same price right now, which seems interesting to me. It's a pretty good value too, I think, in comparison to that what you're going to pay to play that level of golf 
elsewhere in the state of Michigan, public golf. I think if, if I mean, you certainly less to play Forest Dunes than Arcadia. And I think they're arguably on the same level. Like part of me likes prefers Forest Dunes to Arcadia Bluffs. It's not on like Michigan, it's not like stunning views, you know, from like 15 of the holes, but it's really a, a, a well put together golf course. I think if you took, if you were looking to find the best public golf course in, in Michigan to show the rest of the country and you've picked Forest Dunes, I think you could be pretty proud of of that selection for to like represent our our state at that price it was a it was a i think if you had everyone else do that across the country and find their best public golf course for that price i think we would be forest students would be right there with everyone else yeah yeah how were the bugs uh i put bugs right out of the first hole and they were fine good my playing partners may have been complaining about them a little bit but i must just not have very rich blood me either Plus, I just, I just stayed close to my wife. She gets all the bites. Oh, does she? Poor thing. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck at the Fortnet. I'm excited to be back. Excited to have golf season back. Tour championship's kind of a dud. So it feels like it's been a sufficient break. Well, not a dud. I mean, not a dud in the sense that it's not exciting, but just the format has never com- been compelling to me. So I'm, I'm glad to be back and playing a 72 hole event with a cut where everyone tees off at even par oh one last thing even though we might be over on time what happened between billy horschel and ian poulter on the putting green at wentworth did you see that tell me you saw that yes i did um I didn't think anything. Were they having a disagreement about Liv or was Billy just like being Billy? I think Billy was just being Billy. I don't think, I still really believe that the, that the Billy Horschels of the world do not have an issue with the European tour players playing in that event. I think they have an issue with Taylor Gooch and I want to say they included Joaquin Neiman in this. Those were the guys that, the guys that had never supported the European tour they're there now just for world ranking points. Yeah, I saw Gooch's response to that. Yeah, uh, which was well, fun. he backed it. He certainly backed it up. They both played well, but Gooch so, played really well. I'm pretty sure that you get the winner of this Fortnite gets more world ranking points than Shane Lowry just got at Wentworth. I want to say it's that's f- probably a mistake. Well, fit- I don't know, dude. The body, did you see the bottom half of that Wentworth field? You see the bottom half of this field. Dean Burmeister was $8,100 on DraftKings at Wentworth. Well, I mean. Eddie Pepperell was $7,800. I love Eddie, but has he even been playing golf the past, like, two and a half years? He's too busy on Twitter. Exactly. (laughs) So, ended up not even being. No, I'm not really being that uh, that lucrative of an idea to to go there and get the world ranking points, except for Patrick Reed. Patrick played well. That's the best chance they have, though. Yeah, it's the only chance they have. <laughs> Better than going to get get two points in the Asia Tour. Reed salvaged all those points on the last day. He shot nine under in the final round. You see that? Yeah, I I'm a. I think I, that was the round of the day. I am an Asia. I haven't seen him shoot nine under in a round. 
in like four years, five years. The the agent agent of chaos in me really wanted him to win. Could you imagine? <laughs> oh, it would be there would be it'd be chaotic, Peter. <laughs> the world would be flipped on its head. They wouldn't know what to do. You would have an agent of chaos inside of you. You would say something like the agent of chaos inside of me. I like I like uh I like Contra. It's just fun to You're very disruptive. Which is odd because you're not actually like that. No. You like see other people suffer? <laughs> what do you mean other people? <laughs> I just think it would be it'd be funny to watch all the golf writers squirm a little bit. If like if that is like your public enemy number one, dude, is like the golf journalist. I don't like them. Who are these people? Um You wanna start my, naming names? My my let's throw down becoming my my biggest arch enemy recently is Wait, let me guess. No, I can't. Yeoman Yeoman Lynch. Uh, Lynch is fine. All right, good luck, everyone, at the Wyndham. Enjoy the week of golf. Yes. Jamie Weir right now. I can't stand (laughs) Jamie Weir. (laughs) I almost almost muted him this morning. I'm going to mute him right now, so I don't have to worry about it. Why don't you – no, don't mute him. Ask him if he wants to come on. (laughs) No, I don't want to talk to that guy. Why? Because he's just – he's being a little – he's – What did he say that upset you so much? Uh, he said something this morning that, that got me going a little bit. About Liv? Um, kind of, yeah. It was all about Liv, right? Pretty much? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. All right, Jamie. So I, I What did you say to piss off Hunter? I think what I struggle with is if you're funny, I'm okay with you being funny on, on Twitter, but if you're just not a funny person, you like try to be funny, the force funny is what is what bugs me. And he, and it doesn't mean, he's not even like trying to be funny. It's more. Who is the, who's, who gets to decide who's funny or not? You? In my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> funny to me. Well, I think I'm funny. Do you think I'm funny? Not really. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're definitely not funny. No, I've never, not in a million years would I claim to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wouldn't do it. Well, I'm glad we found something that we agree about. <laughs> I guess I won't try to tweet anything funny on our, on our Twitter. <laughs> Jeez, dude. Suspect number one is the Twitter account. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not trying to be funny. I just think it is funny. So I just say it. There... What did Jamie say? You're supposed to be looking for the tweet. Uh, it's It's a culmination of things. I wouldn't even know... Oh my gosh! So you don't really have any good reason. So a culmination is, of things is an all-time cop out. So um, it just sounds like you're trying to break up with somebody. It's just a culmination of things. <laughs> it's not you, it's me. <laughs> That's what I would um, so tell. All right, this has gone on long enough. Yes, I just don't like. Him. I don't like him. I, I have. I have this. <laughs> I have this tweet right here. I just don't know how to articulate it too, out loud. <laughs> Of what he's saying that got, really got me going. Articulating things out loud is what we do here. It's an audio program. All right, we'll try. We'll try to do better next week. All right. Good luck at the Fortnite. Davis Riley for the win.